Hi, everyone. Welcome to another exciting episode of Cause Talk Radio. I am, of course, here with my co-host, Megan Strand. Hey, Megan. Hello, Mr. Waters. How are you today? I'm excellent. I'm excited to be on the show with you and Good. our fabulous guest today. Yeah, and we have a great one today. We have uh, Toby Graff, who is the Senior Vice President of Public Affairs at USA Networks. And Toby is here to tell us about an interesting cause marketing message promotion campaign called Characters Unite, uh, which is a public service program that was created to address the social injustices and cultural divides in our society. Hey, Toby, how you doing? I'm good, thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, nice to be here. It's right after Oscars, so we're expecting like this award-winning performance. <laughs> like, if we had to have you know a network on and stuff like that. So Megan was sad last night. You know, her favorite show, Hangover Two, didn't win any big awards last <laughs> night. You know, but but why don't you tell us? Uh, what, why don't you tell us, Toby, a little bit about uh, Characters Unite and what USA Networks is trying to do? Sure, thank you. Uh, Characters Unite is USA Network's uh, public affairs campaign, and it's really all about combating prejudice, hate, and discrimination in all of its many forms and promoting greater tolerance and acceptance. And we do the campaign on air, online, um, and in communities across the country just really to reach as many people as we possibly can. Hmm. And have you made a, a certain commitment in terms of airtime or does it run during certain shows or pretty much all day on the USA networks? Yes, it's a it, Characters Unite is a year-round campaign, but we do um, pick this month, February, as um, our designated Characters Unite month, and that's a time when we really uh, put a special spotlight on the initiative and introduce a lot of new programming and content. Um, and you know, it's just really a time that we feel is important to promote uh, the campaign in a bigger way. Does that coincide? Does it? I'm trying to think, Megan, too, and and Toby. Does that does does February coincide with with uh you know you know is this national not bullying month or something like that <laughs> there is a month for everything it happens to be black history month which yeah. um, is one tie-in but um, certainly not the only one uh, we just we picked it for a lot of reasons um, that that worked for us and having some original programming on the air because we like to infuse our original series with content and messages around the campaign. Mm-hmm. I want to I want to take a little bit of a step back and talk about how you came to this this issue and how you chose, you know, Joe and I were talking a little bit before the show. This is a hard these are hard issues. Yeah. This is not like pat the puppy on the head and <laughs> and it's warm like and fuzzy this like warm, this warm let's all hug each exactly. other. Exactly. So how right. why this? How did this all come about and why is this so important to your company? Yes, it's um, it's actually a commitment that USA Network has had for quite a long time. It started um, back in the mid-90s. Bonnie Hammer, our chairman, uh, initiated a campaign called Erase the Hate, which was largely focused on race relations and um, promoting greater tolerance and respect. Um, and that campaign was very successful. It won an Emmy and um, made a lot of progress. But um, in, I guess, a, a about 
three, four years ago, um, when USA was rebranded, Characters Welcome became our, our tagline. And we really wanted to do something that kind of walked the talk of Characters Welcome and, and really accepting people for who they are and mm. um, understanding that diversity is a positive thing and people's differences are a strength rather than something to divide us. And uh, so we relaunched Characters Unite, um, putting sort of a more positive spin on it and adding more issues under the umbrella. So now we tackle not just race relations, but um, pretty much every human and civil rights issue that you can think of. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit more? I, you know, I think when I started to understand this, this this effort a little bit more was after I watched the video that is on on the site that we'll put up on our show notes can you can you put a little bit of a a human face to this effort you know what are you doing out there that's that's creating some really amazing stories what's happening what are you asking people to do what are some of the what are some of the positive things happening as a result of this initiative Sure. I mean, I think as you said initially, this is a a difficult issue to take on, and it's not something that we believe that we can solve, Um, certainly not in in the short term anyway. We're not going to, all of a sudden, everybody is going to eradicate hate and discrimination. Mm. But um, we feel very strongly that we can use the power of the media and our great reach um, to millions of viewers around the country, um, really just to tell people that they can make a small difference simply by getting involved in a small way. And it starts by um, an initiative we have called I Won't Stand For as part of the campaign. And it's the idea that people, if they speak out um, against racism and religious intolerance and bullying and um, homophobia and sexism, um, just to name a few issues mm-hmm. that fall under the umbrella, that um, we can start to, uh, you know, seed uh, more tolerance and accepting society. Mm-hmm. So we've, we've, we've made a lot of progress, um, even though it, it's sort of difficult to measure, but we've had a school program that we've been doing in 10 cities around the country, going into high schools and talking about these issues through a storytelling program that we do with an organization called The Moth. Mm-hmm. And yep. we get we get kids um, to share a five-minute story about some experience that they've had with prejudice or discrimination. Um, a lot of them have been focused on bullying and we've seen amazing results from the kids just being able to talk about the issues and relate to one another. Uh, we had in one city in Washington, D.C., uh, a student get up and tell her story about being bullied terribly, and the bully happened to be in the audience and broke down crying because oh, she man, really yeah. had no idea wow. sort of what horrible impact that she had had on this other young girl. Mm-hmm. So we've seen um, sort of results like that. Um, we've had incredible viewership for our program. And, and gotten great feedback from people who have seen some of our special episodes of some of our dramas like Suits and Necessary Roughness. Mm-hmm. We've done a documentary with the NFL for the last couple of years um, that just saw a 50% ratings increase this year. Wow. And um, where we're we profiled NFL players and heard about their stories of overcoming prejudice and discrimination. And um, we've also been doing a cross-country bus tour that we just wrapped up on Friday in Chicago. And um, we're letting people come to this activation on this bus and stamp a T-shirt saying what they won't stand for and uploading their photo to us. I thought that was a great idea, Toby. I thought that was a great idea to do the T-shirts and stuff like that. And I thought that was really well displayed in your video, too, where people could come up and they could get a T-shirt and then they could pick what they wanted to fight against. 
Exactly. We want to make yeah. this very personal and, and um, yeah. passionate for people. So we let them pick um, sort of what issue they care most about. And mm-hmm. we let them spread the word to their friends and family um, by wearing the T-shirt and, and um, sharing through their social media sites. You know, it's so important with stuff like this. And, you know, um, I was telling Megan not too long ago that I got a call from someone who manages kind of the Muslim center that was behind um, building a mosque at um, at the 9-11 site or near the yeah. 9-11 site in New York. And she asked me about doing cause marketing. And I told her, I said, gee, I really think you have a difficult issue in which to do cause marketing. And what I think is so great about what you're doing, Toby, is you actually give causes like that an umbrella to get their message out. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, because she couldn't do something like that on her own because no one wants to focus solely on that issue. But when it's put in the umbrella of combating uh, hate and discrimination and misinformation, uh, you know, it's very powerful. And that's what I think is great about this, because you guys are really taking a stand on something. Thank you. Yes. I, I mean, I think that these are, as you said, difficult issues, and we're not necessarily suggesting that everybody should agree on them. It's just right. um, being able to spark a positive dialogue and hopefully create some greater understanding and uh, being more accepting of people's differences. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to know, with so many different, you, it, it seems like you have so many different nonprofit partners, as well as for-profit partners, for that matter, and so many different sort of subcategories and subgroups that you're targeting and working with and discussing. Has there been one particular issue that's risen to the top that, you know, has sort of stood above of the others as far as people getting excited about it or people sharing? That's a good question. Um, and and I, I should just acknowledge what you're saying um, in terms of our partners. We do have a lot of partners, and um, mm-hmm. this is certainly not something that we take on by ourselves. We have uh, about 21 different nonprofit organizations wow. that we work with on a regular basis. All over basis. the country, Toby? All, All over, over the country, the country. Yeah. yes. They're mostly national organizations, and um, they do incredible work in championing civil and human rights, and they really are sort of eyes and ears on the ground and the experts in, in policy. Uh, so we couldn't do this campaign without them, and we're very, very grateful for their support. But um, in terms of the issue that's been rising to the top, I would say that bullying is probably number one um, in terms of the issue that people have picked to stamp on their T-shirts and what has really resonated in some of our programming as well. Uh, We've seen, unfortunately, um, more cases of bullying suicides in the last couple of years have gotten a lot of attention, and we know from one of our partners, Glisten, that I think the statistic is over 165 thousand students stay home from school every day because mm-hmm. they're so um, fearful of being bullied at wow. school. So yeah, that's um, terrible. This, this is one that um, definitely seems to resonate for, um, you know, lots of people younger and older and um, from all parts of the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's really a popular and growing issue. And I think that really is gaining some momentum. And I think what's so great about the cause behind anti-bullying is like it really is becoming mainstream now that bullying is unacceptable. And I have a 12 and 10 year old, Toby, and I see the same thing. You know, the only problem I have is when Megan bullies me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so do you know if there's an organization that helps podcast <laughs> We should do. We should do an episode. We will add that to our list. Yeah. Okay. I <laughs> 
<laughs> no, but it's true. I think for a long time the the notion was that um, bullying was just a, a typical kids will be kids kind of issue, and yeah, it's really escalated into something much more serious and something that um, schools and parents and educators and everyone is more invested in in, in addressing now. Yeah. I'd love, I'd love to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, this cause placement concept of incorporating the issue into suits and unnecessary roughness. Can you talk a little bit about the process behind that? Who did you work with to kind of ensure that your messaging was, was on target? And can you talk us just through how that, that great question. worked? Yeah, because it was just a big conference in Washington, D.C. about yeah, this, about too, about mm-hmm. how the entertainment industry and causes could closely work together, Toby, uh, to create more cause-related content. So in terms of, I, I think that we feel as a television network that our, our greatest um, asset is really our programming because we have millions of viewers who tune in to um, our shows each week, and um, they're hugely popular. So if we can kind of infuse important social messages into entertainment, it feels a little bit less like medicine and, and more powerful um, and to be able to translate that way. So um, we work very closely with the writers and producers of our shows to to do this and especially focus on Characters Unite Month to make sure that we have some special episodes to include as part of the month. And um, for Necessary Roughness, uh, we had the last two weeks, the, the actual season finale and the week prior, were focused on a quarterback on the the mm-hmm. football team that the show focuses on called the New York Hawks mm-hmm. and the quarterback um, had a secret that he was gay and hadn't told anybody. And so it was um, very powerful two episodes about his coming out process and how he was initially received by his team and teammates and, um, and the media and how tricky it is for a professional athlete and um, with such a spotlight on them to, to face that kind of um, spectacle. So uh, we worked very closely with a couple of our partners. Um, we worked with GLSEN as well as the Human Rights Campaign to make sure that we were including appropriate and sensitive messaging, and we did special public service announcements to air at the end of both episodes with both organizations, as well as a lot of digital um, content to give our viewers more information and resources. Um, you know, Toby, one of the things I wonder about something like that, because one of the things I'm really interested in is the intersection between television uh, mobile devices and causes, because as you know, all three of us know, a lot of us use our smartphones or we use tablets or laptops when we're watching TV at night. Yeah. And you know, I, I wonder if any cause that you've worked with has actually integrated that and said, "Hey, during this episode on USA Networks tonight, we're going to have a conversation on bullying or discrimination or you know, coming out or something like that." Have any of your nonprofits done something like that? You know, using like their Facebook page or what have you to as a as a starting point yes i mean as a rule we um encourage discussion and and chatter um in all of our programming and um, always have a twitter hashtag and um, have seen some amazing social conversation happening around our programming Mm -hmm. that's awesome Um, we all we also have a quarterly film series that we launched um, last year mm-hmm. and just had an airing of um, Schindler's List this past weekend mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. we par- partnered with um, a second screen TV app called Z-Box mm-hmm. that um, 
gives viewers more information and resources, but really also amalgamates all of the um, conversation that's happening in the social space. So um, every um, tweet and every message on Facebook all comes together in the space, and um, so you can really see the dialogue and conversation going on throughout the show. It's it's very powerful. Well, there is. I'll tell you, you guys are dealing with hate and discrimination. I mean, you show Schindler's List. I mean, that's <laughs> that's like depressing. <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> That's going to get really people thinking, Toby, um, about what you folks are doing. Yeah, it was um, a, a really amazing opportunity that we had um, to air Schindler's List commercial free. And we had a special introduction by director Steven Spielberg the night before the Oscars. So um, got some good attention. And prior to that, we did a special airing of The Color Purple last November with an introduction by Whoopi Goldberg. and. Mm. Before that, we kicked off the series with um, To Kill a Mockingbird around the 50th anniversary of the book, and we had a special introduction by President Obama on that one. Yeah, that's great. So um, that's something we want to continue to sort of use classic films to tell important stories. Uh, Megan, we're probably almost out of time, unfortunately, but I did want to ask one last question, Toby. I've noticed on your Wikipedia page that you folks have been sponsoring the Westminster Kettle Club Dog Show <laughs> since 1984. Oh, here we go. Right? And, you know, Megan and I are new dog owners, okay? And I'm, still, I'm still dealing with the housebreaking issue, but I'm wondering, like, do you think you could get our dogs... <laughs> <laughs> the dog show. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, so that we could actually walk and like prance with the dogs and stuff like that. Absolutely. That is our new cause campaign. <laughs> that and Megan bullying Joe. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to ask one last question, though, on a se more serious note, because again, we've talked that th these are heavy topics. Has there been anything that's come up this year or in particular this month that's really surprised you or had everyone sort of stop and take a breath and because of something that has happened along the way? Hmm. Um, no, I think that um, just the reaction that we're getting to the campaign has just been um, maybe not surprising, but um, it's just really, really resonating with people. I think there's a tendency that people think, oh, civil and human rights, those are issues of the past and hmm. um, that so much progress has been made that we don't need to focus on them. But when we see things like kids staying home because of being bullied or when right. we see things like the shooting at the Sikh temple last year for just people, you know, practicing their freedom of religion or on election night when President Obama was reelected and University of Mississippi students were yelling um, racial slurs and throwing rocks at cars um, of African-Americans passing by. Um, you know, those are just a few examples, but uh, these issues are unfortunately alive and well, and um, we are really just, um, you know, motivated by seeing more and more progress, and we're just uh, thrilled that we're getting such a positive response from people who want to take part in the movement. Well, that's fantastic. Well, we want to thank you so, so much for being with us today. Toby, where can people find out more about Characters Unite if they would like to? Uh, we would love them to go to join.charactersunite.com, and they can take part in the I Won't Stand For movement there, and then and they can link to other places on the Characters Unite website to find out more information as well. Perfect. Thank you so much. And Joe, where can people find more about you if they so choose? 
Well, of course, they can find me on my blog, SelfishGiving.com, or on Twitter, at Joe Waters. Or, as you know, I love Pinterest, and I have lots of cause marketing boards I'd be happy to share <laughs> with you. So you can find me there. So what about you, Megan? Where can people find you except somewhere out west? <laughs> I am online on Twitter at Megan Strand, and I tweet for the Cause Marketing Forum at TweetCMF, and also blog for the Cause Marketing Forum at Cause Update. And you can find Cause Talk Radio on iTunes and Stitcher Smart Radio. We do invite you to find us there and download the podcast so you don't miss an episode. And on behalf of Toby and Joe and myself, we'd like to thank you for joining us today for this episode of Cause Talk Radio. We'll see you next time.